0: plushcare.com slash weight loss hello welcome to our fantasy podcast episode 37 i am your host peter joined this week by the usual duo tom and gunnar how are you doing tom very good thank
1: you how are you doing gunnar yeah doing very well thank you
0: not why he asked how I was doing this week. Disappointed. How are you doing, Peter? I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. I was not, Thomas, you used to do the last three weeks. You were what it's asked. That's how I was, thought it was your new stick. So, <laughs> we've got a special podcast for you this week. We know there's no fantasy football Scottish games because of international duty. They'll be done next week also because of the Scottish Cup. But what we're coming with you we've got a six-part series that we're going really kind to of drop in every so often because... Scottish Cup games are going to become quite a few weekends coming up, so it's going to be spare weeks. We're going to do a kind of top 10 list, ranked basically on position, and we're starting this week with the goalkeepers ranked. So it's to give you a help and get get ourselves a help with going forward in the game, what we think we're eyes, stats wise, whatever, how we think our top 10 goalkeepers are this week, maybe help for next year. Rank these keepers for new, new players playing and I was just about interesting content to keep us going ahead in the game and getting a well card so before I get here I'm going to ask you how your process was going to about your top 10 I'll start with you Gunnar
1: so the first thing I did um I put top 10 SPFL keepers into YouTube but I, I couldn't couldn't find anything so then I proper <laughs> sa- sat down and just made my like top 10 without without looking at like any stats I think like top five was probably the easiest uh, those those haven't really changed much. Uh, when I thought about it in more detail, and then I had to I had to think a bit longer for then the the bottom five, and then uh, I've used the stats section in the app and uh, I've went through clean sheets saved uh, goals conceded, and um, just anything that that stood out uh, influenced my process of of ranking in my top ten. Okay, Tom, same you.
2: Yeah, I kind of did my top ten based on. Just memory, from what I remember. And then from there, I tweaked it based on stats. And that was basically it, yeah. Right, so we're all pretty much a That's
0: what I've done. I've done a top 10, 11 names down just by what using the OI test, what I can remember, who stood out this season. And then I used the website and some of the SPL start websites just to kind of see if what I was seeing was tallying up with what I thought. Tinker to be a bit, but not much changed. So before, before we get to our top 10, a high mind-collective top 10, was any players close to the top 10 that missed out, Tom?
2: No, I was I was scraping the barrel uh, a little bit. Exactly, scraped to get 10. Good. are you the
1: same? Yeah, I was similar. I just looked at mine and, and seen if I maybe missed someone. But yeah, like I said, from like five downwards, uh, I was really struggling to, to find, like say like position nine or 10, could have been anyone to be honest, like so. Right.
0: okay,
1: you might see? What you were calling it on the chat. Five, uh, like, <laughs> top five are obviously good keepers, decent keepers, and the, the bottom five they're just the fellas with gloves on. There eh? doesn't, yeah. not much separation <laughs> between them.
0: That's an, a damning indictment for the other one, right? So, we'll start quickly, but first of all, you both had the same 10 in different order. I had nine of the same ten as you. So by process elimination, there's only one player who didn't make the cut who was close to the top ten it would have been Liam Kelly from Motherwell, who I think, it was a small sample size, but when I looked at his stats as well, I thought, I think he's a good second half to the season. Not enough to get into this illustrious top ten, but there's always next year, Liam. Right, so <laughs> we'll start, we'll go, I don't want to labour on and do go through it in terms of details. it's a wee quick what you think on a player and we'll go for So number ten, and number nine. Ten is Fulton for Hamilton. And number nine is Al McFitmurner. St. I'll start with you, Tom. Just
2: eight of them. Anything well, yeah. On on my top ten, mine was the opposite way around, but I can I can see where there's an argument. I mean Jack Anick, eh, ten clean sheets out of twenty-nine appearances, which is thirty-four point five percent clean sheet rate, as opposed to Ryan Fulton, five out of twenty-eight, so only seventeen point nine. But the reason why I put Fulton at nine was because I just I just feel like he pulled off a lot of decent saves and it kind of stuck in my head a bit more. Whereas Jack Anik, the only missed out on the top six by a small margin, and probably the, the recency of that just happened kind of stuck in my head and thought, well, you know, if you if you just managed a, another point, then you would have been top six. So I suppose he didn't fulfil his potential for me.
0: Before I come you, Tim, I, I probably should explain every player we've got on an individual list, actually. So, Tom them ten, 10th, Gunnar used 9th, and I had him up, actually, in 8th. And it's the same reason for you, Tom. I think, uh, whenever I watched the highlights, I thought Fulton put up a lot of important saves for Hamlin. Didn't really... Mm. Didn't really sometimes transfer the points because Hamlin took a lot of dunes this season, but I think they took a lot of worse dunes, wasn't for that boy in goals. Gunnar, you're... Anik and Fulton. Fulton first, yeah, one.
1: I can definitely see why why Tom would have them like the other way around, or why you would have them in, in eighth. Uh, for me, it was the clean sheets, Fulton only the, the five clean sheets and he's top four goals conceded as well. Um, I think he has the second uh, highest number of saves though, though Fulton has, which is why he mm-hmm. made it into my uh, top 10, because I needed someone to be bottom and uh, <laughs> from those uh, that, that were on offer, uh, like, I, I can see he made he made a couple of uh, really good saves, but yeah, like I said, with the clean sheets and being top for the goals conceded, that that was me uh, putting him at bottom ten, number ten. Okay, just as well. Obviously, you
0: had Anik at nine, Tom at ten, and I had Anik actually up and in... oh, seventh. I actually, had him. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I thought he was Indeed. a bit of keeper. Than what you thought uh, right? Quickly, are any of these two players on your thoughts for a wild card? No. Tom? No. Okay, short, sure and sweet. Number eight was a player you both had in sixth position. I didn't even make my list. This is the, the bone of contention. I don't really get it, but he's going to talk me around, I suppose. Connor Hazard.
1: Five games, four clean sheets, the one, one goal conceded, and uh, we had a bit of a chat, like we were speaking on our group chat, and uh, you, you, Peter, you said you can't see any silly goalies in the top 10, and I, I wanted to somehow work one in, a uh, place for Northern Ireland as well, so yeah, I'd say if he had a bit more game time as well, he, he pulled up the, the the penalty save in the cup final as well, so like, on, on stats alone, I think a decent keeper.
0: Just to me personally, I think it was a big enough sample size I was doing a top 10 guys. I think I'd rather have, just again, I'm saying it, I'd rather have Anik in goals or Fulton in goals for Hazard at this stage in his development, but it's all about opinions. Tom, your thoughts on Hazard and how you got him so high in the list?
2: Yeah, I agree with uh, Gunnar there. Four out of five clean sheets, 80% clean sheet rate. He didn't really put a foot wrong until obviously we discussed it off air, the, the cup final, um, where he had a bit of a shocker, but it was his penalty saves that won them the cup in the end, but I, I was doing it purely on, on league and... Considering the sort of standard of Bain and um, Bacas as well, I don't understand well why, why why he lost his position really. Um, other than the embarrassment of playing your third choice keeper week in week out whilst two other diddies sit on the bench, so I mean, I thought I thought he was a decent enough prospect. I think Hamilton would probably be happy for him to walk into the starting eleven as well. I mean, I don't think he was a bad keeper.
0: And ask him a question again. Is he making any uh, wild cards? CD's so not even first choice right now, Tom. No. You're not? No. Okay. So seventh on the list is a player we all had. I had him uh, in sixth position and you've had him in eighth position. And it's Clark visit Johnson, Tom.
2: Yeah. So eight out of 25 clean sheets. He missed the first nine game weeks through injury. Um so it would have took him a bit more time to kinda of get up to speed and things like that. So his, his clean sheet rate could have been a wee bit higher perhaps. Um if you want to mention the cups, obviously he got to the, the cup final as well. So that's why he came in for me at, at number eight. Decent enough, but not top five material.
0: It was only a couple of years ago he was actually on the periphery of the Scotland School right, he was getting talked about it, but another really made mm-hmm. the jump. And I'm sure it was like the Celtic as well a couple of years ago as a backup for Gordon. I, I, I'm sure that's something that was going about at the time. But I, I think he's a better keeper than Anik, Fulton, Streecek and Liam Kelly on my list, but he's also like different. So, Guna, your thoughts on Clark?
1: Similar enough to to you both, uh, he's a better keeper than Anik and Fulton on my list here. Uh, the number of clean sheets, uh, he's above those two as well. So, still still very low, in our top 10 league table here, and uh, I thought he's like a decent enough keeper in my eyes.
0: Okay, number six. This is a, another pouring opinion. I've got him in ninth. Gunnar, you have him in six. And Tom's got him as high as fourth. And it's three check Faye Lovingson, or try-check. So, of course, you got my highest, Tom. Talk us through why you've got him so high.
2: So, eight out of 18 clean sheets, 44.4% clean sheet rate. He was late to the party because he was obviously in competition with McCrory, but uh, sweeped him out of the way fairly quickly. He played a huge part in Livingston's long unbeaten run of the 14 games unbeaten. Um, and of the seven goalkeepers to keep save a penalty, he's one of them. So, that's why he's up there number four for me. I think I've got a
0: recency bias because I've saw him recently and I think he's looked a bit suspect. I think hanging my decision for him.
1: Gunnar? Your thoughts on Stricek? He's hardly played recently, though. Huh? There you go. Reasons of I can't even comment, yeah, I can't even stop yeah, Fair <laughs> enough. Like Tom said, it's the 18 games, eight clean sheets. He's only got 15 goals conceded. Um, I have him as high as a sixth, like I say, the top top five for me picked uh, themselves. And he, he was the first name that came to mind uh, from, from the second half of the, of the table.
0: Okay. So the last two guys, in and making a wild card. I've got to ask Clark. Clark and Jack, you know?
1: No, I was I was saying, like, I still have Jack, but I'm thinking of getting rid of all me uh, Levy players, and I don't, I don't think he'll make it.
2: Tom? No, no Jack for me, I'm afraid.
0: And Clark, no?
2: No. Nope. Would have Clark have been a factor if he finished the bottom six? He could have been in contention if he'd finished in the bottom six, I think. Right, so before we go to the top five CD the players there,
0: would anyone be your thoughts for next year? I know it's hard to say so far out. Well, problem too two won't be there at all <laughs> if the teams get down, what do you mean? It's <laughs> getting your thoughts if they change bonus points, for example, and
2: would they be in your thoughts thinking like, the way you've just read out the stats and save points in example, example you mean? You could perhaps have Fulton as a backup keeper, given he was second highest for saves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Guna?
1: Agree with Tom. Uh, he he's very middle of the road. Like you, You'll get a couple of clean sheets uh, and a few saves out of him, but there will probably be um, very obvious better options.
0: Yeah. I think myself, if they bring in the point system that we kind of both, we all want and crave. I think what Tom said, a, a cheap backup goalkeeper who's getting bonus points for fun if he's put off his season, a very good option next year, right? So, the top five here we go. So, next up is actually joint fourth in points, it is John McLaughlin and Marciano. So, let's see what we had them. We all had McLaughlin in the fifth, I had Marciano fourth. So, you're gonna, Tom had him doing the seventh. So Marciano.
1: Yeah, 11 clean sheets for Marciano. That's fourth highest in in the league. Only 24 goals conceded. He's, I think, fourth highest as well for saves. He's got the fourth highest points total as well in the game uh, with 101 points. So obvious uh, for me to put him fourth. Tom?
2: Well, the reason why I've got him down as seventh is um, 12 out of 28. That's a 42.9% clean sheet rate, so he was in seventh place. The keep goalkeepers that were one to sixth, they've all got a better clean sheet rate than that, bar one. And I thought he's had a good season. I can't argue with that, but I thought he could have had a better season. Yep. I don't think he reached his full potential for me. I
0: agree with that very much our the last point. I think he's a decent keeper, but I think he could be a better keeper. I like it a lot. He like, goes for the kind of Hollywood saves. That makes sense. He's trying to do the whole Mm -hmm. palm it out and when he could be making better decisions. I think he's a decent keeper. I think he could be coached by a better keeper. But So, again, before we go to McLaughlin, is Marciano on any of your wild cards? No. Gunner. Probably not. No, he's been so loyal so far as well. Mm. Right, next up, joint fourth, John McLaughlin. We all had him in the exact same position. Fifth, so... McLaughlin, Rangers backup goalkeeper.
1: Yeah, he's played nine games, uh, eight clean sheets in those, only two goals conceded. Uh, well, he, he shared the goalkeeper spot with McGregor. Um, I reckon if, if, he, if he'd been given the number one spot, uh, he would have probably not pulled off some some crazy saves like McGregor has, for example, for them in, in Europe. Uh, but he's a, he's a very good keeper and with even more game time, uh, he would have probably been even higher up in my top 10.
0: I agree with that completely. I think he's a very steady. He's actually better steady. He's very good understudy for, for a goalkeeper. I mean, he's probably walking. Normally, Tom, you talk facility point of view. He'd probably walk in as a first choice, no problem.
2: And that's who they've got on the bench. Uh, your thoughts, McGotland John? John? Tom? Uh, exactly the same for me. His only downfall was he, he had to play second fiddle to McGregor. And I would agree with that as well. I've got it in my notes here. He would walk into the first choice position in, in any other team in the league. And I'd probably put like in that category as well. McLaughlin on a wild card? No.
0: Join I pretty much guess the is going to be then. There's only three keepers left. Right, so one, two, three, here we go. Third. Use both Adam and third, Adam and second. And it's Seacrest from Dundee United, so we're going to let you go first.
1: Eleven clean sheets as well. I have in my notes third highest points total in the game. He's got the thirty-six goals conceded. I put him quite high up. I think in the top five as well in the game. Uh, he's he's top for saves, one hundred and twenty-four saves. And we spoke about it enough now. With a different point system, he'll be a bonus points magnet. And yeah. That's me.
2: Tom? Yeah, top for saves. He was the only goalkeeper to, to make it into triple figures when it comes to saves. He was one of the seven that saved the penalty. Um, I just thought he's, he kept under United in a lot of games and managed to bag them a few draws. So He's also well-talked about in the transfer window in January. He was getting a lot of attention too. So, yep, number three for me. Yep, yeah, Adam Higher just clearly on we'll, we'll get to it in a minute. I thought he was a better keeper than who his number two
0: is over the space of the season. Uh and again what you're saying, if, if he sticks around this league next year and he stays done United type level team, I very much do it's going to happen, mind you. It would be like goodness is a bonus point magnet next year, he would be like, pretty much everybody's team if he's going to be if he can keep that level performance up for this season, it'd be a must have, I think. Even mm-hmm. with a bit, probably, but then again, the price. I don't know how that's going to work. The sun is we're thinking next year how the price is going to change if, if they take this into consideration, depending on how they structure bonus points, and they look at the stats of this year. Well, we need him in the keeper. But also, going we'll to be starting to look at next year. The game's still developing. And number two, I had not third, you've both second,
2: and it's Joel Lewis from Aberdeen. Tom. Yeah, so thirty-three games, sixteen clean sheets, forty-eight point five percent. Um, I just thought he's had a cracking season. We, we know recently from from Aberdeen, they've they've had they've been they've been very good defensively, um, fairly consistent as well. He, he he has he has dropped a few clangers, there's some memorable disasters, but all in all, a very good season. So that's why he got second place.
0: I think he's a good season as well. I just think why he dropped down the third for me is I seen him having better seasons in Aberdeen. I've, I think he's slightly slightly on the, the wane than he's been in his, pe- his peaky spurs before Pura, thoughts?
1: yeah originally when i when i did my top 10 without looking at the stats i had uh, Luis and marciano uh, switch position just because i had a few howlers from Lewis recently in my head but just looking at the clean sheet raid and uh, the amount of saves he made and the uh, the points he got in the game as well for me is a clear second
0: Okay, and number one, unanimous, but it's all—he's a great goalkeeper, Barkas. <laughs> no, 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 it's Al McGregor. Another one, said Al McGregor. So, for
2: Al McGregor, Tom. I think, I think Rangers' season speaks for itself. They're, they're still on for an invincible season. He's pulled off some amazing saves. The clean sheet record—just, uh, just brilliant. I have to say
0: that to a yeah, choking, <laughs> choking on those words. I
1: know. Guna, McGregor, yeah. thoughts? Totally. That was probably the easiest pick. That, like, I had him down without, like, he's never s- changed the position, obviously. Uh, least number of goals conceded, obviously, as well. Um, I think it's pretty clear why why he's a uh, top one for all of us.
0: Yep, I agree. he's both, I think aged like a fine wine. That sounds cliche, but I just this year watched him. He's said this tremendous season. So, so many saves put out. your are like that. I know he played up here before, but I don't remember him pulling off these kind of quality style saves. He seems he's just, he's just got a better keeper as he's got older. And like you said, Tom, there's been there been times this year he's actually won Rangers points. He saves mm-hmm. Europe and domestically as he's been the difference of maybe just a drop point here we there a draw going to win has been Al deserved winner best keeper in the league and I don't see him looks like he's dropped off anytime soon obviously a summer can yeah. change it but I don't see it so the next point is more the fantasy point related in fact I'll go through the top 10 first we'll go there right so number 10 is Fulton 9 Anik 8 Hazard 7 Clark 6 Streechick joint 4th mclaughlin Marshall 3rd Seagrest 2nd Lewis and the 1 number 1 goalkeeper is our McGregor. So again, fantasy football aspect. If you had your way next season and you had chips related to goalkeepers for points, well, Tom's chomping a bit here because he's done his homework.
1: <laughs>
0: what chips would you introduce into the game that would benefit the goalkeeper? And
2: I'll go to you, Tom, because you're waiting. Right. Well, I've named my chip as well. It's called Super Saver. Right. For every save the goalkeeper makes in the game, or that that particular game week, he gets two points, and if he saves a penalty, he gets double penalty save points. Excellent, that's good.
0: Just the one chip you've got one. That's
2: it. Just the one, yeah. Right, okay, can't can, can have all the chips. Just for
0: I'm just in case you different <laughs> options. <laughs> <laughs> Gunnar, thinking
1: your feet. Yeah, I think I think you said it off air last week. If the, if there was something like a bench boost, but for goalies only, uh, and then you would say you've got your two goalies, they're both playing goalies, and then whoever scores higher points, that that's the points uh, total you're going to get in that week.
0: I believe it's called Jeepers Keepers in another game somewhere. I may be gaffer, but somebody's got that. With. You do there you, go. you press it in for that game week and you need double goalkeeper points. So like you said, after you did have a double game week, you get yourself two goalkeepers playing, favourable fixtures, give the points galore. The other thing I could think of, because he's going to still the one I wrote down there, <laughs> uh, was maybe something where you get clean sheet points for each half of the game. I've seen quite a few fantasy games going forward. Oh, that's a
1: good you don't one. have to mm-hmm.
0: necessarily get the clean sheet points for the full game. If you keep the clean sheet in the first half, you get two. If you keep two and a half, you get two. And if you keep the double game sheet, then you get the, just get the four. But it's an interesting thing, especially in Scotland, where there's so much leaky defences. If you keep a clean sheet in the first half, you get two points. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: You're
0: yeah, Probably listening app. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's us. We're back again. I think we'll see the, the, the later Langos fixture wise. I think well, next will next people have a wildcard to discuss. The, the, the split, I think we're all going actually. are you doing the wildcard? Are you going to go for it? Or are you on fixture wise?
1: I think I'm going to go for a wildcard,
0: mate. Right, so I think the freezer have a wild card to discuss. So we actually, if you want the sheets we can uh, uh, reveal, or is he still not a tinkering or reveal up to that point? Mm-hmm. Right, if you get if you get a ready for that point then then you could also change it, but that's what you're on as it stands. We can reveal it on the pod live. Mm-hmm. or live to record, the save the business. So FPL chat then. So first of all start with predictions for this week. Leicester, Man City. I've one each, Tom.
2: Two one city.
1: Like that's a clean sheet wipeout. Gunnar? I'm saying a Desmond. Two, two.
0: Excellent. Another clean sheet out, I guess, because i have not got any side defenders. <laughs> Arsenal, Liverpool. And I've went 2-1 Arsenal. Tom? 1-1. One, one. Clean sheet wave out,
1: Trent. Good to <laughs> um, I'm saying 2-1 Liverpool. Oh, excellent. Another clean sheet
0: mm. And last up, Wolves, West Ham. And I've went one each,
2: Tom.
1: 3-1 Hammers. Guno. 2-0 West Ham. 2-0?
0: Okay, okay. Two Creswell assists. Great <laughs> <Creepal> clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Transfers and captains. You said you're waiting to next week for the World Card. so much. I'm going to go you first. Are you
1: taking a punty transfer this week? Are you? So, so I've looked, I've played around with the World Card a little bit and if I, if I would play it now, I probably want as many Chelsea defenders as I, as I can get. Probably get the goalie. Uh, I'll be looking at Bruno against Brighton, maybe Shaw. Like that—that would—that would kind of be what I—what I, what I build—what I would build the wildcard around. But I'm not gonna play it, so it'll probably be a Chelsea defender for. No, so a City defender that I'm gonna take out and bring a Chelsea defender in. right do you have any? Inclination are you thinking because it's quite a, a varied range. So I've, I've looked at like a top top form right now is Christensen, uh but uh, probably go for one of the fullbacks, probably as Right. He plays is he back back three, back yeah fullback?
2: he's one of the back three, yeah. Right.
0: Tom, well for it sorry, die Tom, what do you think transfer wise this week?
2: Um I think I need to get Bruno Fernandez back. Right, because you've got Rudiger. In for Chelsea, haven't you? I've got Rudy, I I've Rudiger. Rudiger as that. well.
0: You've not got Rudiger. You've got any Chelsea defenders gonna? Nope. Right. So you think you thought Runo Fernandez back in for that game fresh? Because I'm thinking Punty wise Alonso, maybe. Mm-hmm.
1: hmm And uh, if uh, he doesn't play, who's your first top?
0: See, I've got Tierney and I've got uh, so I've throw up two seconds in the background uh, I can find a bloody thing. Right, so if we don't dunk if I get an outright straight away. So straight away, my first sub standing out I'll get Tierney or Watkins. So okay. Watkins, is, Watkins is home to uh, Fulham and Tierney's other So I've already got Rudiger. It's where I swear go for this uh, Chelsea double up defence. I've said was it was good all week and then I'm starting to get cold feet and getting close to it. <laughs> because it only takes one goal, doesn't it? And then you've got to go for the fat what you've saw so far. The defence has been really impressive. You could you could go Asprilla instead of Alonso. That's the one I was going. That's one I was. That's one I've been on since the international break is him. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking Alonso didn't go on. Didn't go international duty. He seems to play Alonso when they're playing a team that's kind of more. He pinned the back, because mm-hmm. uh-huh. he's attacking for it, and it's a punter. Look, Gunnar says if I bring him in, he doesn't play. Then you have got somebody off the bench. I'll I'll think about it all. Up to Saturday, ten fifty-nine probably am, and then who I'm going to go for? So captains, in I know it's quite a good week for captains. If you look at your squad, I think, you're all pretty much we've got all kind of similar players. Mm-hmm. I'm on, I'm on Kane right now. That could change to a number of players. It could be let me see, again. I mean, Banter the Home United, Grealish if he's, if he's fit to Fulham, Fernandes, Rafinha we I very much to play, but that's, that's obvious. I've got what your thoughts on Captain Storm, who you think about.
2: Yeah, I'm dithering between Kane or one of the Leeds guys, either Bamford or Rafinha. What if you bring in Bruno? Mm, no, i just no. bring him in just to Safety. just
0: in case. Yeah, I just comfort blanket. He's a rank killer, isn't he? Because if you see <laughs> that, you get that wee angry face on the FPL
2: live, he's going to kill your rank exactly. Yeah, it just, it just kills it, it, a lot of Man United players, kill your rank just because the fan base. That's
1: true. Can you captain, see options Were you sitting at the now? I'm the same. I'm currently sitting on Kane. If I had Bamford, I would probably consider him as well, but I don't have him, so the only other player I'm considering now is Rafinha, but I think I'll see myself sticking with Kane. Yep. Bamford's flagged, but
0: I think he'll play. Wow. Kane, I took a punt last time in Lingard and it worked. I don't know if I'm brave to take a punt, a punt again in avoid Kane, I think. Do you know what I mean? Especially if son's back. Hmm. I mean, the son makes it, and Bale's playing, and they have no European football anymore. They're just playing for the track, at to get top four. Whenever the game, it's a, it's all pointing towards the captain K in the my books anyway. Hmm. Right, Tom, over to you for your topic. This is where you lot as that's where questions we get all ask to the best
2: of our knowledge. Yeah. So, <clears throat> first question is. What we're doing with Salah, many managers sold them in the blank game week to get in a player that was actually going to play. So, Peter, you don't own them just now. What's your plan going forward? Are you going to get him back, or do you have an alternative? Do you have a lot of money in the bank just now? What's your plans? Right, okay. I've got 3.5 in
0: the bank. I do not plan him back. I was looking at the fixtures, so they've got Arsenal... Then Aston Villa was probably a, a, kind of, a good one. It could be the leads away. Southern Newcastle home. So see by see by the Newcastle game, at 100% Newcastle game, I'm going to have something in for Liverpool. And I'm probably going to go for Jota. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be playing that position for me. You no, know, but looks like a, had a pretty terrible season. I watched again this week. I think he'd be nailed there. He's nearly half the price. And unless we have money elsewhere. I, I, I don't see an circuit about. I really don't see where the space end of the season, Salah outscoring Jota in the form they been in. So if I bring something that's going to be Jota, I think because again at the end and all, I think the last few fixtures are quite are quite good. Am I right looking at Thirty six almost. Let me see. West yes, Brom bro- West Brom away. Burnley away. and Crystal Palace at home. I mean, that's that's quite inviting. So, unless the form completely turns around and they, they just all start clicking like, and Salah's manny's going nuts, then it's a no-brainer bringing him in. As it stands now, I, I'm not going to go for him and I think I'm going to, We'll get
2: one in, it'll be Jota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Good on you. You do own him. What's your plans? Are you going to keep yourself?
1: It's interesting because my train of thought is similar to Peter's. Um, like, you would want a Liverpool player in uh, non- like just for the fixture run and like obviously, Jota is is half the price. um I've played around with like a wild wild card team for a little bit. I had a team with Bruno. I had Vardy and Kane up top. I had two Chelsea defenders. I had Shaw in the defense, and I, I still had Salah in my team. And like, if I can build a team around that with him there, I, I might keep him. Obviously, if funds are a problem, then it's an easy downgrade to to Jota and. Uh, you know, then, like, I'm already swimming in cash, I've got four million in the bank, so, like, for me, it, it really is a funds issue, like, Liverpool, they, they play Real Madrid soon, I've seen interview from from Salah that, that he wants to not, not get revenge for the final against uh, Real Madrid when with the Ramos incident, but uh, he's definitely up for it, and say he starts, you know, starts a run of form because of this fixture, and then, like the games they're not bad games they play in aston villa leads the newcastle and then in between there you have the man united game before they go on on the on the run that peter just mentioned so he is still on penalties uh everything that we already know about salah so it comes down for me i think uh, to funds and if i need the funds then he's an easy downgrade and if, if not i'll i'll stick with him because i reckon a lot of people going to come off Salah and he'll, he'll be a nice differential and a good captaincy option as well. Just on that, you said that, yep,
0: people come off and go and it becomes a differential for you, which is good if he does go nuts, but if he doesn't of go course, nuts, yeah. then it's the opposite and you're just
2: sitting there going, I could be elsewhere. Yep. That's right. Yeah, I think I've seen Klopp said he was wanting to prioritise the Champions League. He's pretty much gave up on the league. He said, we're not going to get Champions League football based on our league position, so I think all focus will go there. But I like your, I think, before he got injured, his stats were pretty similar to Salah, so at only 5.7 or something like that, he's, he's definitely a nice, cheap option. Um, See if we go into Tom. See if we go for the next question. Are you fighting like, for next
0: year? Would you start in your job you all for Salah you're your starting your team? For cash-wise, or would you still go for tried and tested with Salah? If they both, if Salah stays at the club. Well, I'm back at you. You're a quiz master
2: I'm quizzing you. It, it, would, it would it would have to be I'd have to see how things go for the season running and see how because it 'cause it's been it's been so long since we've seen Young. He's been out for quite a period of time. What's we'll see how he goes when he comes back and go from there? I can give you an answer at the game thirty-eight, let you know. <laughs> 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 he's looked good to what we've seen so far,
0: but he has looked sharp, he's looked up for it. I think he's only going to get better and a point like to prove, but that's just
2: I suppose it's none to buy until the end of the season, like you said, but it's Fit for sport for next year. Mm-hmm. I definitely are. Depends on his price as well, because obviously the prices change next year. That's what he got. We got. <laughs> um, but, so, just uh, talking about the final running. This is now the final running for FPL. There's no more interruptions. It's um, a several part question, this one. Um, I want to know your overall rank, or roughly where you are, and what your goal is for the end of the season. I want you to describe your approach up until now. What's your style of management been like? And do you plan to change your style for the remaining game weeks? Peter, you first. Give me one question at a time, then, because I've. (laughs) Overall rank: 86k. 86k. And what's your goal for the end of the season? Mm, My my real goal is to win the Murray League. it does
0: come in because you think about it, I've got to do things to win that money league because I need to stay ahead of the pack there. But from a rank point of view,
2: if I break into top 50k, the pretty police were up. Nice. And what would you describe your approach up until now? And will you change your approach? My approach now has probably been... Describe it,
0: it's not been too funny. last week. We we're not take this, I've not I don't have been too either. I think I've just used common sense for the majority of game weeks. I've, I've to I think who should be captain. I've made the transfer looking at the fixtures. I went, That's the one to attack, let's get them in next. That's the one to go for. It's probably the most I've actually wrote things out, like took notes for the actual game mm-hmm. so. It's not been like I've been like, delving over stats, like, I just think I've just used a maybe common sense approach this year. And is the next question what we do going forward? Yep. I'm going to take chances or I think chances are. See, like last week when I went for Lingard over Kane.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because everyone was pointing to, for me to Kane not to score lots. like we back for injury playing in Europe and I went for Lingard because I think he looks like a very decent option when he's forming. And if I see any other game weeks like that where a captaincy is not especially the captaincy is going to be split. For example, this week, right? People will go for Bruno and Kane. There's two, so it might be split. So if I see somebody else on my team that same week who I think I think is going to do well, I might take a point on that. But at the same time, I'm looking at people in my money league who's sitting second and third behind me right now, and I want to see who they've got in their squad. I'm I'm don't want to give them a chance to catch up, if that makes sense at the same time. Mm, I'll block them off. Yep. <laughs> I basically, but not, I don't want to play defensively, I'm just going to say, it. it's pretty much similar teams, I'm going to try to stay step at
2: the end of the season. Like it? Good on? Yep.
1: Yeah. Do you want to run me through the questions? <laughs> Overall rank? Uh, around 3K. Around 3K. And
2: what's your yeah. goal for the end of the season?
1: See, I've I've not looked uh, how far away I am, but I'd say top 500 would be nice. Okay,
2: like it. Good. What's your approach been like up until now?
1: I think up until recently, it was pretty conservative. Similar to Peter, just uh, using common sense and more or less only using the free transfers that I had available in the week. Um so not taking too too many hits and like i've not looked at overall like although i was so high up i haven't looked too much at overall rank and i know the next question is uh, maybe what, what i'm doing but like so see like the the past five weeks i think was always like a small rank drop or maybe just like holding the position in, in a week there and i think i've become a bit too punty uh when, when i reached say, say I, for like a week i was top one in germany and i was like yeah now i need to like build on it so i'll take a minus four here and uh this player is, is like 30 percent owned so i'll bring him in on an extra transfer and just that's, that's just not worked so i think going forward i'll go back to using common sense and using the free transfers that i have that's why i held off on the wild card as well uh, players coming back from international break and I don't want to be in a position where I just like throw over my team and then like players get injured, get, get COVID or whatnot. So going back to being being conservative, uh, going forward and and really like, only use the transfers that I have or very rarely like take a hit. And I've I've usually played like the only the game week in front of me, except around like free hit wildcard time and uh, that's that's usually worked very well when I try and look too far ahead like think, things change so quickly like you get a couple injuries like sun's out for two weeks or whatnot and then that didn't didn't really help and what I was doing so I think I'll, I'll be going back to just playing the game like in front of me and not not too many transfers nice
2: like I'll just run through mine quickly um overall rank about 137k Go for the end of the season. If I were to be realistic, I'd probably say top fifty. But I'll st- I thought you were going to say P. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll still go for top ten. Um, that's that's the aim. But I'd be happy with top fifty. My approach up until now has probably been a week to week basis. Probably depends on my mood as well. Some weeks, like last week, I, I, I had my captain's in Lingard, and then. Just the effective ownership of Kane, I just completely shut out of it and just went Captain Kane. Um, whereas other weeks, I mean, I took a minus eight to get Salah in one week. I very rarely take a minus eight. Um, and obviously that that um, actually knocked me back a few weeks in terms of I sent up the ranks because I think I went from about one million to two million and I had to climb back up again. So I don't, I don't think you can play... Every game week the same. I think I think it depends on. There's so many variables. I think it depends on your your mood, your your recent, so your your current rank, how many green arrows you've had recently, and things like that. And you know you get a bit of confidence after a few green arrows, and you're kind of feeling, I, I know my shit, and then you're um, you're making your chances, and then a few a few red arrows, and you start to play conservatively again. So I think I think that's uh, I think it kind of varies from from week to week for me. Um, will I change my style? Probably not. No, I'll probably just play it week to week and see how I feel. I might start to get punty words then just to try and get that top 50 or top 10k finish, depending on where I'm lying. I've still got free hit and I've still got triple captain. So recent news, we've just learned that Spurs will have a double game week in 32 with the face Everton and Southampton. So I've kind of earmarked that for the triple captain, say maybe on Kane. You say, which Southampton player are <laughs> put? No. <laughs> no chance. Um, so we'll, I'll, I'll see how things go and take it from there.
0: Just wait, what was your, what's your highest rank ever been to years? Because, top. I'd have to go over there.
1: I see, I don't have the same account anymore, but I'd say it'd be around, I don't know, 100k.
2: Right, so you're on course, Peter, anyway? Yeah. I'm the same with. I'm the same as Gunnar, because I played since 2006, but then lost the login with an old email. So I've only got from 2011 till present, but my highest rank was 32,469. Because mine was last year, that was
0: like 256k, so I'm on course to beat it. I've seen it before, so... I don't feel, not. I'm disappointed if I drop but I don't think if I play, if I keep on playing and playing, I think I'm, I'm well on course to smashing last year's score okay. anyway, position wise. And that's with more players, so it's actually getting harder. Because mm-hmm. there's, there's more content there, so I, I think even more casual players are just listen to a podcast or a couple of podcasts and make decisions, listen to the guys who
2: are talking about, and it's nine times out of ten works out for them. That's right. You're not just playing against top managers. You're- been against their patrons as
1: well like so. going like going general <laughs> see I've, I've i've needed to make a point of like making my transfers because like before i look at his team because otherwise you you get into this thing where like, you i'll check what the generals doing and then but then you're not know, playing the game it's like tom say you're just copying someone else it's just, it's no fun it doesn't make sense really it might be, like of course you'll win your mini league like maybe good for a money league but don't know. like there's no point in then watching the games or whatever if you just do what what somebody else does
0: yeah but i like listening to me with three or four different podcasts and then you get the the, the varying people who your podcast you like and right. their thought process and how it all tallies up and you go right i've got this data in front of me that they've said this exactly i've read all the five different guys opinion they've all said five different guys now what do i think that i agree with any of the guys really really strongly agree with or do i think something myself in nine times out of ten, you must. Well, I, 19, what I think is, am thinking is, one name's already said.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It's just like going right. That's back my back my pick up kind of thing, or that's even my mind more, or something sweet completely and go. Maybe a good point now. Maybe a really good point now. Shall I go for it? Well or not? Blah 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 blah.
2: That's right. So we will gather information and making your own decisions. There's lots of content out there which is good, yeah. but you've got to play your own game. or Else, yeah. it's just it's just cheat codes, isn't it? Pretty
0: much I holding L <laughs> holding L on and, and selecting. <laughs> <laughs> Any more Tom's at us done? No, that's us. That's
2: us all for our questions this week.
0: Right. Okay. So before we go, you might get your plugs in, Tom?
2: Yep, I am at FFS underscore scout. Um the article well, the article was going to be out this week, but I got mixed up, so it's going to be out next week and it's going to be um focusing in on the wildcard. So keep an eye out for that. Hit me up on Twitter.
1: Gina? Yeah, I'm at Fitball Weekly Pod on Twitter I'm doing the captain and vice captain poll on there and anything FF Scotland related you can get in touch there Yes.
0: right next week we will be back and we'll do wildcard preview we will fit in at top 10 defenders one centre backs would you like to do centre backs or full backs over you Tom
2: Center backs get the bone
1: ones out the way. I right, get center backs out the way, yeah.
0: Right, so center backs, we'll do it once we, the next kind of week falls in place if there's no games to talk about. Okay, if you, listen, if you like the podcast, you can review us whether you get your podcasts and follow me at Fanny's Half, follow you two guys. Remember, snitches get stitches, and we'll see you again. <laughs> Say goodbye, guys.
2: Bye. <laughs> bye bye.